Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, the haunted Lemp Caverns of St. Louis. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. When I was in junior high, I hurt my back playing sports with a bunch of friends in a park. I herniated a disc in my back, and sometimes it feels like someone's stabbing me, taking the breath right out of me. And so my doctor, in an effort to alleviate that, sent me to physical therapy. I think it did help, but also it was a weird time doing it in junior high when your two therapists are what is no doubt a high school softball coach or high school baseball coach somewhere, and a woman who was very pretty and that you might have a crush on. It's an incredibly awkward thing to be around those two people who are working on you, but I knew that I would get through it. I think maybe I would have been a little easier if I would have known the future that I was going to get through it and things were going to be fine. I didn't have that ability, but this week's guest did. I got a chance to sit down with them. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and this week I'm coming to you from the Wezak Institute, and I am talking with a with a member of the medical community, at least the wellness community, physical therapist, Petey. Petey, thanks for letting me come by. Oh, yeah. This is great. This is great. High five, you know? High five. I high know five. We, can't, we can't high five, really, but, you know, it's my favorite thing. So high five to everybody. Uh, this is, this is, I mean, the, the technology nowadays. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. I'm talking yeah. to you. You are talking to me. I can hear it all. I love it. I love all of it. Yeah. It is exciting year after year. It just seems like it, you know, every year it seems like they jump 10 years into the future. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't say that I saw the future, uh-huh. but you know, I did. I don't want to brag. Well, but. I want to talk to you a little bit about that, but before we do, let's give people a, a you know, let's get the people the chance to get to know you. So Petey, you're a physical therapist. What drew you into the field of physical therapy? Oh, I used to play all the sports. Name a sport, I played it. Okay. Up until I would say 12th grade, senior year, some people call it, and got an injury on the field. I was out. That was it. Yeah. All the scholarships gone. I didn't have any offers. I didn't have any scholarships, but I would. I wasn't going to get them after that. You know, I wasn't going to get it. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you get, if you get, thrown out of the game, there's no way you can get that scholarship. Well, that sucks. That's a pretty decent, you know, athletic career too, going all the way up to your senior year. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty intense and I got a little injury, you know, the old ACL as they call it. And uh, I went in to the doctor Mm -hmm. and they were like, you're going to have to see physical therapist. And I was like, no, my brain's okay. Not happening. Right. I don't need to go seeing somebody talking about my feelings, all that stuff. But turns out a physical therapist, and this is what I learned, you're doing different kind of exercises and stuff. And I was like, now, wait a second. Why don't you say that? Why do you call this dumb name? Why don't you say that? And I'll let me jump in. I'm doing that. So started mm-hmm. doing it, was doing the exercises. I, I don't want to brag, but I was fucking killing physical therapy. Sure. They said, you can't do this anymore. You're insurance mm-hmm. to stop covering it. And you are, you're fine. You don't have to do this anymore. But I'm so competitive. I was just like, I'm going to take this to the max, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, then I'm going to do this for a living. 
I'm doing this for a living. So I went to school for it, if you can believe mm-hmm. it. Went to the no, technical school can, yeah. next next to uh, in there in uh, Bangor, Maine, and I had just the best time. Just I made so I made one or two friends, lifelong friends. I still talk yeah. to those guys. We had so much fun, and, and I was just like, "This is it. This is my calling." You know? Okay, so I didn't go play the sports for the university. That's of Maine. okay. It's fine. I you can find you know what? God closes the door, opens the window. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I always say. Yeah, I mean, some people might say that you know you blowing out your ACL is that just puts you on the journey to where to be where you're supposed to be, and it's, here you are now. Thank you, thank you. I wish somebody would stitch that on something and give it to me. Do you think you'd mentioned something earlier, PD? Do you think, uh, you know, a lot of people I think in this country deal with pain, mm-hmm. suffer with whatever, you know, chronic injuries they might have. Do you think outside of the fact that, you know, privatized insurance is just crippling people medically and financially, do you think enough people don't go to physical therapy because they think it's some sort of brain talking exercise? I, you know what? I've been trying. There's a whole group of us that are trying to get the name therapist taken off of it. Because we don't want to be affiliated with those guys with touchy feelies. No, 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 no. This is, yeah, I, yeah. you know what? I'm trying to call it physical um, strengtheners, but that's, uh, that doesn't roll off the tongue as much as the therapist. I, and now people know it, you know, a little bit more, a little, well, a little I, bit more. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I, I think, I think you're heading the right direction. What about like physical strengthening? Yeah. I don't really think this uh, somewhere we pitch ideas. To each other, Petey's got it all up here. This is just my thing, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I get you. I'm sorry, Petey. I didn't mean to intrude. I think no. I get a little too. I get a little too excited about it's, things. I, I get it, man. When we're talking yeah. about lifting weights, when we're talking about <clears throat> foam rolling, when they started inventing foam rollers, I was like, oh, oh don't tell anybody because <laughs> I don't yeah. even need to need to work anymore. I just tell, them, get on, get on the foam roller. You know, let's do some water exercise, whatever. Chug a lug, let's go. Yeah. That's your approach to physical therapy is just get on the foam roller. Let's do some water exercises and chug a lug. Yeah. I, I love my job. Okay. I love it. And yeah, absolutely. That's, I get to see all kinds of people coming in who are lazy, who, <laughs> who are lazy, who got injuries from being, you know not playing sports it's like oh i sit too much and my leg hurts okay <laughs> not for pd pd's on his feet all day long and he loves it <laughs> i mean you must really care about your patients to uh you know to keep coming back and doing that because i, I could feel like after a while maybe that would be a little um you might grow to be a little aggravated if, like you're helping these people but some of them are just not you know helping themselves okay this isn't going to get out to the association, is it? Because I do want to say something real quick. The Physical Therapist Association? Mm-hmm. PTA. No, they, they, will, they will not hear this. Okay. Do not tell them. But some of these guys coming in, I mean, they think they're me. They think they're mm-hmm. buff guys trying to compete with Petey, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm the strongest guy that I know for sure. For Without sure. a doubt. And these guys coming in, it's like, oh, I hurt my ACL. I'm like, cry me a river. I did that 
back in 73, okay? And you mm-hmm. don't hear me still crying about it. Okay, it just yeah. happened to you, but so everybody, it's fine. Don't make it such a big deal. So anyway, they come in and they're like, I'm, I'm tough, I'm, I can do this. <laughs> they're just trying to front old Petey. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then I get like, you know, some moms and stuff and they're nice. They're mm-hmm. nice. I like the moms that come in, but these tough guys, it's like always an alpha competition with them. And there's only one alpha. There's only and one. And that's you. And that, thank you. Yes, it is me. Yeah. I am the alpha. Well, I think too, you know, they're, they're coming into your domain, you know, this is your house. So I think you, you don't go into somebody else's house and tell them how to arrange your furniture. I don't know why somebody would come into your house and tell you how to do your job. Yeah. It may be Dr. Wiesak's, um Institute, but <laughs> uh, Petey's running the game down here. Dr. Wiesak up in his office talking about brain stuff or whatever he does, but Petey's the one who's on the ground. Yeah. Petey's the, Petey's the face you see every day. I don't know. I've been pitching that to be partner, but I guess that's a law thing. I don't know. I don't quite understand all the legalities of it, but I think, you know, I, I think you can make anybody a partner of anything you want. So I think you just got to keep grinding it out. I think, you know, I would have you as a partner if I own this place. See, no, I'm going to have to talk about this to Dr. Wiesak because he says, Petey, no, there's all these laws. I can't have you up here. You know, I can't, and then I have that whole brass uh, entrance sign. I'm going to have to get that all inscribed. And you know, that's that'll take years. I don't know anything about it. So I just trust him. I mean, he pays my my paycheck. Yeah, well, again, you know, don't take my word for it. I have a complete lack of legal knowledge or expertise. So I, I don't want to mislead you. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do some of that Googling people are talking about. Just look it well, up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's another that's another future thing I feel that always gets better, you know, one year forward means 10 years forward technologically speaking. So, you had mentioned you can't see into the future. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with future scene because I know you have a little bit of it. Yeah. Well, you want me to talk about who I know? I uh, if uh, yeah, as much as you feel comfortable with because I know, oh. you know, I, I don't want anybody to get in any trouble or anything. No. Nobody's Well, no one's getting into any trouble because I won't use real names. Okay. Great. That's okay. great. We'll call this guy Jackie. This guy, Jackie, he comes in, been in a coma for five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you've been asleep for five years. Don't you have all of this energy? How come you can't walk around? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, if I'm asleep mm-hmm. for eight hours, I'm like, punching things. I'm ready to go. For sure. Yeah, I yeah. I don't need all that sleep. But this guy who was asleep for five years finally wakes up and he's like shaking people's hands. He can see the future. Now, I didn't believe it first because I don't go for all that hunky-dory stuff. But then Nurse Dill mm-hmm. was like giving him the old sponge bath, shakes his hand. He's like, your daughter's on fire. They go. The do- the house was on fire. Yeah, yeah. So, I Which was, was like, terrible, by the way. I oh, feel so terrible so, for Jill. I mean, so bad. So terrible. But like we said before, God closes a door. He's going to open a window. And that's what the mm-hmm. firefighters did. They opened that window and they got her daughter out. She's fine. You know, and that's what's important. Goldfish, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they lost their goldfish. I'll say that was sad. 
Love that goldfish. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. No, yeah, I'm sorry. So when I found that out, I was like, wait a second, this is real? So from then on, I was trying to get old John, Jackie. I was trying to get Jackie to just mm-hmm. give Petey a high five. You know, I love the high fives. Yeah, oh, yeah. He wouldn't do it. He was like, Petey, I'm not giving you a high five. I was like, why not? I, just tell me. I want to know the numbers. I want to know what's going on. You know, like the lotto numbers? We could have oh, yeah. I would have split it with him. 70, 30, 50, 50, maybe, maybe. But I would have split it with him. And he's like, no, no. And I've got to tell you, when you're standing there with your hand in the air, mm-hmm. I don't know anything sadder than somebody won't slap it back, give it that high five. That I is, think it's, of, yeah. That's the saddest thing in the world. Sadder than that dead goldfish. I think that's true. That is, that's a pretty, that's a pretty crushing blow. Um, I guess, you know, Petey, hearing that, I, and I don't know because it, you know, I, I wasn't there, but I feel like I'd be a little scared to know the future. Did that ever creep into your mind that maybe this is something I shouldn't know? No, nah, man, because you get to know the lotto numbers. Why wouldn't you want to know the lotto numbers? Plus, wouldn't it be so cool if you were like, hey, I really like that blonde lady at the bar. Wonder if we're going to hook up or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because I, you know, my name's Petey. And physical therapy, you know, sometimes you hear about people becoming whatever their name is. That's their job. And that kind of happened with me. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it happens. That one guy wrote a book about it. I'm not going to get into it. It happens to people. So that happened to me, Petey, Mm -hmm. physical therapist, but also party time. I love to party. Okay. And I'll go out to a bar occasionally trying to meet somebody could you imagine like should i go into this bar am i gonna meet somebody and find out i am go into this bar Petey. you're gonna find somebody you're gonna find some love go in there yeah i I mean i guess that you know that would make it a lot easier to go at least kind of give a little more direction to your night i guess so yeah i I don't know that i would want to know and this is just me Petey. i don't know how many times i would want to know i was going to strike out in a night i don't think i could handle that you go out we'll go out you and me we'll go out you're not going to strike out with Petey. Not yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine you need, you don't need to know the future because you have a great gig and, and you love to party. You know, you're, yeah. you're two for two. I am. I, okay. Can I tell you something? Please. I had this idea back when I was working with Jackie mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to invent an exercise where you just do a little bit of the exercise for, um, just like a little bit of time, but uh-huh. really intense. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just like running really hard for a minute and then pushing up for a minute. I had this idea and I was telling them, I want to call it some kind of like interval training or whatever. Yeah. Turns out that was a billion dollar idea. They call it CrossFit now. And I was the one who invented it. I invented it back then. But he wouldn't shake my hand, wouldn't give me a high five, wouldn't tell me if, you know, and I could have been so, I would have been, name would have been on the sign for sure. At least I would have been partner. Yeah. Doing CrossFit. I think, you know, and I forget, I think, you know, we're talking one artist to another, you know, we both have different arts that we love and that we're passionate about. 
you're saying you invented CrossFit and mm-hmm. I absolutely believe you. What do you think it was that made you not want to just pursue inventing CrossFit as opposed to just waiting for Jackie to tell you the future? Because I've been hung up on things where maybe I get a little scared that it's not going to work out or I get scared that something isn't funny or something. Do you think maybe Hold there on. was your version of that? Hold on a second. Are you saying that PD is a scaredy cat? No, 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 not at all. I'm not saying you're scared at all. I just feel like you you had a billion dollar idea. And I feel like you could have just founded that thing and and then been a billionaire. I I, you know, I I I didn't know if that was coming from a place of, you know, are you having second thoughts or anything like that? I'm sorry. I just I didn't understand that I could do that. So you you're telling me I could have just done that idea. Uh, yeah, you didn't need just, anybody's I'm just, permission. I'm just, flo- I'm, I'm a little shook, as the kids say. I'm a little shook up. Yeah, I could have been, I could have been doing this the whole time, and I was. Well, just- I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I, I was try, I, I gave out bad legal advice earlier in terms about making people partners, but I'm pretty certain of this. You can go to the courthouse and just file a patent on anything. That's you know, if you have an idea, you can just make it. Back then, we didn't have the, the stuff that you guys have now. We didn't have the Googles. We didn't have all that. So when I had an idea, and I got to tell you, I at that time, I was just boom, boom, boom with ideas. I had Jane Fonda workout. I had that idea. There was um, those bikes that are doing real bad right now. What are they called? Pelotons. Pel- Pelotons. Pelotons. I, I was stationary biking. I took a bike and I put it between two cinder blocks Uh huh. and I was doing that. I was doing all that. I had so many ideas and I think if I can be honest with you and I yeah. know that I, I've said that and I'm not, I'm never lying. So I, I want you to know that. I think I just love having ideas. So maybe it's not, you know, getting the billion dollars from it. Maybe it's just Petey loves ideas and maybe that's what Jackie was was really trying to tell me by not giving me the high five. Uh, you know you- what? That's one of the most honest and beautiful things I've ever heard. Uh, you truly are playing for the love of the game. Yeah. I just, you know, it's like, I, I like coming up with new exercises and stuff. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a hand in jumping jacks. I had a hand You're talking about like the exercise of jumping jacks. Yeah. Where you jump up. You that was you. Yep. I not it wasn't only me. I had a hand in it. I'm the one who said, what if we took the feet and put them apart and then back together? People were just raising their hands over their heads. And I was like, add the feet, add the feet. Cardio exercise. You know? Petey, I gotta tell you. I, I feel like you, there's been so many lost opportunities, and if not opportunities, at least recognition for your contributions to these wonderful things. I I, I know you love doing it for the love of the game, but Petey, I, I, God, I want to encourage you to at least pursue some of these ideas because you're batting a thousand. All of these ideas are brilliant and have been made by other people and have become very lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe that's just not Petey's road it's not pd's path and it's kind of like my mom right 
My mom would get up every morning and she would make us breakfast. Yeah. And I never said thank you to her. Not once. But she just, I think she just loved making me breakfast. So I don't think the thanks was necessary, really. So I think it's kind of like that, you know, a little bit like that. I mean, sure. Yeah. Okay. I would love some thanks. I would love some attention. I would love a website devoted to me. Whatever. I would love that stuff. But at this point, you know, I got to say, I, I, I love doing it for the game. I love doing it for the game. Well, Petey, you're one of the most honest and genuine guests we've ever had on this show. I got to tell you, if you need more honesty and genuineness in your life, I got friends. I got those one or two friends from college that I still talk to. Yeah. We have a, we have a run in the morning that we do. And if you want to get into that, we talk some honest stuff. All right. Because I'll tell you what, Charles or Chucky D, as I call him, Mm -hmm. he has lost a lot of hair. And I'll tell him, Chucky D, I can see a lot of that scalp coming through. So he goes, you know, that's we're honest together. We're honest to each other. I'll say, Chucky D, I think your wife's cheating on you, whatever it is. We're honest. And I think if you don't have that with your other guests, you you can come and run with us in the morning if you're not getting that fulfilled. We run about seven, eight miles every morning. Well, you know what, Petey? I think it would make me a better host uh, if I if I did do that. So I would love to take you up on that at least once or twice. And I would also love to take you up on, let's go to the bar and see if there's any pretty blonde ladies sitting at the bar and if, you know, if we're going to strike out or not. We're not going to. I can tell you. I, okay, I can't see the future, but I can tell you. You're with me? I'll, I'll get you a lady. <laughs> well, Petey, thank you so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. This has been real fun. I love all this. so fun. High five. High five, man. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself, Nate DeFort, and Ryan Countshouse, with editing done by Nate DeFort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by James Mulholland. And as always, we want to give a very special thank you to our old pal, Mark Nashon. I want to give a big thank you to Lindsay Barrow for coming by and playing Petey. You can find Lindsay. She's the co-founder of the Ruby Theater in Los Angeles. You can find her on their website at therubyla.com. If you like the show and you want to support us, go to www.patreon.com slash dead, where you can find new weekly bonus content only available to our Patreon patrons. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My Neighbors Are Dead and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Michael McMillan, I'm 6'1", and I'm based in L.A. You may remember me from film and television projects like True Blood, Hot in Cleveland, or The Hills Have Eyes 2 2007 Remake. I'm here to tell you about a brand new podcast I'm hosting called Slate Your Name. And even though I'm what you may call a working actor, I spend most of my time looking for work. On Slate Your Name, I chat with other actors and performers like Rachel Bloom, co-creator and star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, 
Rutherford Falls' Janice Schmeeding, Tom Everett Scott, star of 90s classic That Thing You Do, and character actor and comedian Malcolm Barrett. Too many credits to list. Each week, we'll find out how they're coping with the highs and lows of the entertainment industry. We'll touch upon audition horror stories, big breaks, favorite roles, and the weird and amazing things that happen along the way to achieving one's dreams. Join me every Tuesday for Slate Your Name, beginning March 1st from Campfire Media and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go film a self-tape in my kitchen. Campfire.